west where the prairie dogs dig lives a friendly beast that's woolly and big with two great horns and four hooked feet he's the all-american bison that you ought to meet Welcome back to the Malcolm Go Podcast. The date is December 17th. We're uh, podcasting a day early uh, and a dollar late. Uh, in the thick of dead ivy season. The, it's, we are in the thick of dead ivy season. Um, I will have to warn the Malcolm Goers that uh, I, I'm feeling a, a sensation that I've not yet, I've never felt in my life. Uh, and it's not Super Bowl fever. It's It, it has to do with... Uh, constipation. Never had it before. I'm not a constipated lad. Spent the last two years being a, a low-carb diet, I guess, and it just fucked my whole body up. So I, I transitioned. Uh, You're back on the carbs? No. Well, I'm back on the carbs, but I'm now a big like interval faster. Oh, of course. So I've been doing that, but I just eat regular food, and my body doesn't know how to handle it anymore. So now uh, it feels like I have shit up to the bottom of my throat in my body. I can't. Ah, oh, that's terrible. It's just a terrible. It's a terrible feeling. I'm not used to it. Uh, I was a big spaghetti guy growing up, you know. So just was always just eating and just cycling through that shit. And now it's now I'm just drank milk of magnesia today. Not a great, ah. not a great drink. To be honest, like you're an 84 year old. I feel like an 84 year old. Um, everything about me is just falling apart right now. The soundboard app on my computer doesn't work anymore due to this new Mac update. So I got to go on YouTube. I don't even know if this is gonna work. We tried out this new Bills jersey last week, and boy, was it magic. A reminder, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we're <laughs> on. It was fine. We're back. We're back. I really wanted to start with my friend Mark Miller, who's alive. Did we talk about that? No. Mark Miller was like, literally, he, he was the guy from the video that we played a million times about um, only Buffalo's going to win it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Buffalo Bills. Dallas is going down, Jerry. I got I to play it. He's the best. I got to play it because they, they found him alive. He started his own Twitter. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's the best thing ever. He, he fucking he put out like a thing. He's like, I'm not dead. He looked like he was in his 50s when he recorded that. But he that, was like 91. Anyone living in Buffalo, that will But happen. he looks the same. He's still yeah. rocking the, the starter jackets. Oh. oh, he's fucking the best. It looks like he's never fucking changed anything let's play a little mark miller to uh open up the podcast which is the biggest divisional game in i want to say what 2010 since 2010 is this the biggest divisional game i guess so i don't know what else would be classified as a big one i mean this is the latest most important right i mean they have, if they don't win this they could potentially not win the division they, this game is for the division for the Patriots. They win it. No, no, no. Well, if they win it, they win the division. If they lose, they'd have to lose to Miami, which is a near impossibility. If they but, win one out of the next two, they win the division. Correct. So they're I've not seen, really... But I've seen them blow a one seed by losing two games in a row to the Jets and the Dolphins. This is true. So let's play a little Mark Miller, the GOAT. Before the Dallas Cowboys defeated the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl twenty-seven, we talked with a few fans in each of the cities. 
And that's when we met up with this enthusiastic fella. Where do you hear what this guy says, pal? Goes for the Dallas Cowboys, and we're the Bills. And I can't wait to rub this in his face. He's been telling us this for over 10 years about Dallas. No, it's the Bills. The third time's the charm, Gary. going down, Gary. Only Buffalo is going to win it. Dallas is going down. He's a 45-year-old truck driver in that video. I don't know, but that guy, he he looks like he could play he could play defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills. He looks like Fred Smurlis looked. I think that he probably uh, built his entire existence off Fred Smurlis, the... Uh, the great Patriots broadcaster and former Buffalo Bills nose tackle, who was on the team, uh, he was on the team before the Bills went to the four Super Bowls. He was like the best Buffalo's play, Buffalo player before. Like it was like O.J. Simpson and Fred Smurlis, and then all of a sudden they got really good for four years. Never heard of Fred. You've never heard of Fred Smurlis? He's the big. He's a Patriots uh, commentator with Steve Diossi. You've heard of him? Still? Yeah, yeah. they do it together. He's a big guy with a big uh, brown hair and a giant mustache. They have a casino. All right, never mind. I get Whatever. nothing on this guy. He's a, he's a big WEI guy. He's been around a million years. Yeah. Smurless. Uh, they use a, who's the guy who had the classic Patriots radio voice forever? Gil the, Santos? Gil, yeah. The goat. He's they dead. Have, Art, rest in peace. Yeah, now they have his son do commercials. Hey, really? I'm the son of Gil Santa, <laughs> and he sounds just like it. Isn't that perfect. weird yeah. how like your voice is genetic too? Like you're like people's what like Gil Santos is what like Joe Buck, like his dad, they have similar voices. Yeah, you can't like you can't replicate like as soon as you hear it, you know exactly who yeah. he sounds like. You don't even have to think about it. Like, this is so funny. Like, remember like the uh maybe you're too young for it, but they used to when I was a kid had uh the Purdue chicken man who was like the I don't know if he was the founder, but he was the dad. They like ran it for seventy years, and he died when I was like seven. And then they just like shoehorned his son into it, and he would look like just a a miniature version of him. There, it was very similar to like the episode of Seinfeld where um, the the grandfather was like lifting weights and kept, and got hurt, and he kept saying he was the number one dad. Yeah. And then like they just kept getting like the son and the son. Oh no, maybe it was the dad and the dad, and they were just yeah. all like. In their hundreds. Mandolin. Yeah, Man. yeah exactly. Uh, what the hell was their names? Uh, Mandelbaum. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what like the, the Purdue chicken man looks like. It's like Tommy like. Boy. Yeah, exactly. They just look the exact same, and they just brought him right into the fucking mix, and he's doing the Purdue chicken commercials. Um, I don't know why I started thinking about that, but... Uh, well, I think we were started talking about milk of magnesia, and I, I said I might have to pause the pod. You don't know, and I oh, will yeah. not be editing. I'll just go right through. I'll pause it, and then you're going to get a a hard edit, and I'm going to just pop back in chat again. Maybe I'll tell you. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I mean, this is kind of this is. How old are you? Forty Ugh. what? Forty. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. What? Christ's sakes! <laughs> I just turned thirty-four two weeks ago. It's not a great feeling. The contemplations I was hitting then. The, huh? Yeah, I guess so. The minute I turned 34, I can't shit anymore. Oh, Jesus. Devastating. The whole weekend I spent in Maine uh, just scarfing down fried food. It's uh, Kenny Bunkport, the Christmas prelude, Ooh, where it the, rained the whole time. The prelude. It's like a big thing for like little kids. 
but we didn't do anything with the kids because it rained the whole time. So basically, we just stayed at uh, the house, and the boys went out Friday night. Girls went out Saturday night. Friday night, we had, I had a battle with a rich lady. Uh, we got a little drunk, and my brother spilled beer on her nice suede shoes. And I was like, oh, excuse me, careful. And I was like cleaning it up. And she's like, who's going to pay for these shoes? I was like, are you kidding me? I was already, I was like, uh, like hammered in the bag. Were you guys at the biker bar? No, we were at a very fancy, like, not a fancy bar, but like a downtown bar where like you would never get into a fist fight. But I was full Tommy Shelby mode. When I get drunk, I go Tommy Shelby now. I've been binging all day. Huh? I've been binging all day. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So good. So I was like watching, and this lady was like, oh, I was like, excuse me, be careful before this gets on your shoes. And like a little bit splattered up while I was trying to clean it. And she's like, well, who's going to pay for these shoes? I was like, are you kidding? I thought she was joking. And she's like, no. And she got really bitchy to me. I said, what the fuck? It was like a mistake. You wore them to a bar, lady. And like her, like she started like grabbing her husband who was wearing like his fucking Patagonia vest and Santa hat. And I was like, this guy, I was like, this guy doesn't even know what's about to happen. It was just me and my brother, Frankie. And, uh, it just becomes an issue. Like, if that's going to happen, it's, the whole bar is going down. The it's, little, Co- the little Conti brothers are taking the whole bar with them. So the guy was like, I was like, are we really, like, I just disregarded the wife, which she hated. I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, are you going to control her or are we going to have a problem here? And he literally said, I was drunk and I would never say that in like a regular scenario. I was so cocky. And, uh, and the guy was like, oh, no, there's no problem. And I think I said, I was like, yeah, I didn't think so. And just fucking <laughs> added into it. I was like, and then yeah. I was like, and then I said something too. I was like, oh, don't make, don't make a mistake next to this lady. Just not. And then they ended up, up. Then they left, and then I did karaoke. Yeah. It, the uh, the Patagonia shirt sucks because they look awesome. Like I, I would look like they, they're com- they were comfortable. A cool two hundred nice for a fucking vest. Oh, but every fucking douchebag oh. with a checkered shirt with a flannel and a Patagonia, they just all they're the same person. Layering. Everyone's yeah. layering. And all these guys like to make fun of girls. They're like, oh, you guys all wear the same boots or whatever. It's like, yeah, and every no, guy wears the same Every single dick up there is wearing their L.L. Bean boots. Oh, it's brutal. And, and this is a finance people. They all have, it's like they have a uniform that have yeah. a uniform across the board. Patagonia the vests they're and they're like, fucking... They, Two 50-year-old men just sit down, dress the exact same across from each other. It's like, you fucking nothing. I don't, know. I don't know who drops their panties for that. Like, I get that they probably have a ton of money, but, like, who's looking at them like, this is, this is the look? Yeah. Oh, it's just terrible. Like, you got to – remember the guy Mystery that used to uh, – he wrote a book like The Player's Guide or something. Oh, no. And he was, like uh, – he was an ugly guy. And uh, he had a show on VH1 briefly after this book became popular. My friend had it, and I used to read it on the shitter at his house in college. And it was a um, no problem shitting back then, by the way. Um, so anyway, it was like the player's guide by, or maybe it wasn't by him, but he was like mentioned in it. So it was like these two guys that had met and uh, they developed like the way to get lady, like get girls. And like, you've heard the term before, negging, like negging a girl. You must've heard it. Like it's, that's what it became famous for was negging a girl. So it'd be like, uh, you'd go out to a girl and she'd have like pretty hair or something. And then you'd be like, uh, you'd make fun of it. Like you'd be chatting with her and be like, oh, you're really pretty eyes. Your hair's greasy or something like that. And like neg them to make them feel bad about themselves or something. It's psychotic. And like basically like if you, uh, um, and then you had to like do a thing called peacocking, which was basically dressed like an absolute moron. Like this, the guy, whatever his fucking name is, mystery. uh, He wears like things that don't go together. He'll wear like ski goggles and a fucking top hat. And a tuxedo vest. And, and this is killing? 
he, some no, no one's ever said. I've, but he's like he claims he just bangs all these women, and he had a VH1 show where he taught like nerds how to get laid. Uh, and I'm sure it's fake, but you should Google it. It's insane. Like you should see just the way he looks. Like he wears eyeliner and like, uh, and like like nail polish, and he calls it peacocking because he walks to the room and everyone's like, "Who is this fucking freak?" And he like. But he has all the confidence in the world to go up to the hottest girl there, and he ends up banging him. Oh, I hate it. I don't I believe you, mystery. That you're oh. date raping them. Yeah, it really is creepy. Yeah. It's just... Negging. You just go up to her. You look really chubby today. Yes, that works. <laughs> the good old-fashioned uh, buy you a drink and have a conversation. Did I ever tell you about the time we were at a bar, and uh, a girl... It was Dom and one of our other buddies, and the girl walked up to Dom, and Dom was like, kind of, they walk into each other. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going? We go in the same bathroom. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty casual, like, just a pretty much nothing. And she goes, Ugh, I'm not talking to you, right? Ah. And my friend was like, what? That's fucking bullshit, right? So it was a, like a long skinny bar, so she had to walk back past us. So we, my friend's sitting there going, I'm not letting this fucking happen. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah. She's a fucking bitch. She deserves it. So he comes back over. And he's like, your makeup looks like shit. Your eyeliner sucks. Your hair's fucking shitty. You're an ugly piece of shit, you dumb bitch. Screaming at her. He goes, what the fuck's wrong? And the whole time, Dom's going, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, that's not the girl. It's, it's not her. Like, yeah, Even and better. Just, Fuck you. And then all of a sudden, she, screams, she starts crying, runs out of the bar. The bouncer walks up. It's like, you got to go. And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll help myself out. Just destroys him girls' night. Like, Said her nose was too big and her eyes were too uh, far apart. Like, really just... She oh. went home drank herself to death. Real mean shit for no reason either. Just I've the, never... I don't know. I've never been the type that would, like, just menace a girl with, like, insults. I always just take it and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going home. Yeah. I just don't care about, like... If this girl's making fun of me, I'm like, I'm not going to flip this. Like, what, no. what's, the, what's, what's the thing there? Like, to... To make them cry. I don't even care. Like, it's either you're going to make fun of them and then have to fight her friend or like... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just people with, like, egos that yeah. can't get, like, even touched. And if you make fun of them for a second, they go way over the top. Yeah. They come I kind of would like to do that. I want to kind of... I just want to be just animalistic for one night. I, I'm very reser- I've always been very reserved, I always say. If you... Yeah, like, you always dream of that situation where, like, you're in the right. I just want No matter be, what you can uh, say to them, yeah. you can just tee off. Well, I just want a guy to be like, all right, man, calm down. Like, yeah. those, I just want, like, someone to be like, dude, just cal- calm down. Like, someone that no one can control for yeah. one second. I've kind of always been envious of the guy that no one can control. Yeah, yeah, that seems fun to date. Just shoots off, just fucking shoots off uh, the handle completely over something like somebody smudged my fucking shell toes at the bar, and I just lose it. That guy End always up stabbing eighteen people in the bar, and everyone's like, "You see who did that? That's Tony Lacondi did that. Stay and away from him." That guy always has a girlfriend that's like grabbing him by the arm, like, "Come on, honey, let's just go. It's not a big deal." Like they're always dating someone that fucking yeah, psycho exactly. who can't control themselves. It's because they're emotional. They're just emotional, emotional people that like. Uh, women are attracted to because they yeah. just go 110% into everything they do yeah, full on of- fucking like uh, there's their rape sex they probably have you guys holds a gun to her head yeah and, and he just screams I love you on like the third yeah. date and she yeah. loves it like, yeah they get drunk of, yeah really drunk and like pass out on the floor uh yeah I just want to be that guy one time yeah. this fucking somebody like a thrown out of a place I thought the biggest commitment in my life I ever had was getting dogs up until that point I'm just, didn't really go on a date past two months. Yeah. Well, you, you do have dogs, dogs now. You turn around like... No, no, are they dead? They're not dead yet, right? Oh, they're wonderful. Not living things, a life. You, you go up to this trainer, this guy, I train him with this guy who used to train police dogs. 
Yeah. These guys are fucking, they no. don't fuck around anymore. You got the little snapper. It's a real hard choke collar. Yeah. You got to get the small one. Get those bad. I always love a trained dog. Oh, it's the best. On a leash, they're yeah. fucking unbelievable. I've always been super jealous of a dog that would just be off the leash, like in the middle of the street. Yeah. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, that fucking, is impressive. Can, Come heal. <laughs> Uh, I, there was a, uh, I have one that can almost do that. And one that has no chance. Just doesn't even give a shit. Yeah. My brother adopted a dog from like Guatemala or something. They shipped it up here. It was just like wandering the streets and, uh, he came, I mean, he didn't came. it's a girl and she came like completely trained. Somehow she just grew up in the wild and just now she's the most trained dog in the world. Does anything you ask. Yeah. Does whatever you want. She gets the most athletic dog you've ever seen. Probably weighs about 60 pounds. Super sweet. Less, maybe less. And she could jump like 11 feet in the air. And my brother's always cocky. He was just to talk shit about my dog. Be like, Oh, your dog sucks. You can't even train. I was like, this dog you got came out of the fucking package. (laughs) Yeah. Train dickhead. You haven't done anything. That dog would Shit on your fucking forehead if you were running it. <laughs> yeah, if, there's no. I couldn't see Frankie just out in the yard. No, just yeah, working. Exactly. with a bone. You don't like. Nope. We sit. We sit before it. <laughs> sit. Sit. Yeah. No. There's no chance. Uh, that one of the weirdest things. Like that dog must have been beaten mercilessly. Like when it was a, a puppy, because it, it is terrified of any living thing. Yeah. It, uh, especially when it first meets you, like it just it will hide in the corner and just pee pee itself. I'm like, that's not a great look. No. Dominic had a cat. And he brought the cat home for the first time. And as you've seen in the cartoons, dogs will often chase cats. Uh, in this scenario, negative. Saw the black cat, ran to the corner, threw up, and peed itself. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I brought my dog over my girlfriend's house this weekend, her parents' house or whatever. And uh, so she doesn't like long car rides. So she throws your up. dog or your girlfriend? Both. Okay. <laughs> I give them both milk. Uh, so she throws up right before we're getting to the house. Like, we're around the corner. I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm trying to walk her before we go in. She walks into the house. It's just the mother and a little sister there. Walks around. Just pees right in the middle of the living room immediately. Oh, whose spot is this? Yeah. So then her dad comes home about 15 minutes later and is like, oh, you have a dog in the house? She goes, we didn't tell you the dog was coming. He goes, yeah, there's a giant shit next to the front door. It's <laughs> like, motherfucker. <laughs> Nailed it! You're really blown it. You've been dating. We've been dating for six days, and you, your dog shit all over their fucking rich oh, person house. It's over. Yeah, it's finished. It's not the, good. Da- the dad's coming home from his Morgan Stanley job to see a fucking <laughs> load of shit on his fucking uh, Oriental oh, rug. Not good. Um. So yes. So I was in Maine this weekend, and I had that battle, and then I was. I fell. I drank again. The IPAs. They, just, they, they don't. I try to be hip, and I'm trying to fit in with this fucking. This Patagonia culture. I can't do it. My body just can't handle it. It's like, it's too acidic. It fucks my whole body up. Uh, I had like two cores light at the end of the night. I was just sitting watching something. Like, or maybe I was watching the Patriots game the next day. And I was drinking cores light. I was like, this is just, this is just the, the Dickens right now. It just, they just go down so fast and so delicious. I don't yeah. even think I like the way that IPAs taste. I don't, make the, I don't like the way they make you feel. I don't, I don't like an IPA a drunk. about it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's all terrible. There's just so many brands. Like you're like, oh, maybe this one's better, but they're all the fucking same. And then you're around well, it's people. Simcoe, Mosaic. I don't care what the hops are. Yeah. I want what? What's the hops in Miller Lite? That's the one I want. 
Then you're Give around people who, who judge you for like whatever beer you order. You're like, yeah. why do you? You're an adult. Just fucking like what you like. Yeah, and that's when I would like to fly off the handle and be like, all right, I'm gonna cut your throat right here because, yeah. and I'm gonna stick this Miller Lite bottle down it. And you're gonna die choking on a Miller Lite yeah. shaft. And you know what else? Nobody likes your wife. So how about you fuck her shitty fucking makeup? Yeah. And, then, and that's it. I'll leave the I'll leave the bar myself. You don't have to throw me out. Oh, you thought I wanted Corona? Yeah. Not a uh, never mind. I didn't mean any of that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I got too fucked up, and then I couldn't leave after the Patriots game because I was a little. I mean, first half I was a little bit getting after it because I wasn't happy with the way they were playing, and um, you know. And then I I decided I was going to stay over another night, and I just drive to a meeting early morning uh, Monday. I had to be in Boston for I think it was seven thirty a.m. I had to be at it. So I had, you had to, to bring the kids here first. No, so I drove two cars. So I was like, "Fine, no big deal. My wife will sleep in. She can leave whenever she wants." So uh, I get up, whatever I left at like five fifteen, expecting a little traffic. It's only like an hour and fifteen minutes without traffic to Kenny Bunkboard from Boston. So I drive, get there about twenty minutes early, uh, have the meeting, and you know, doing all my shit. I'm getting ready to get in my car. And the wife calls me, says, do you have my car keys? And I said, oh, fuck. And I look at my, I grab my jacket. Oh, go in the pocket. Sure enough, there's the car keys. Oh. I'm like, can you fucking believe it? I'm going through every scenario in my head. Like, how can I get these to Maine without me having to do it? And I'm like, and I, it's a new car, 2019, braggart. Um, so it starts... I could start it from my phone, unlock the doors from my phone, all that shit. So I start it. I said, can you see if you can drive it? Nope. Negative. Can't drive it. Can't put it into gear. So she stops the car. I was like, fuck me. Get right in the car. Drive back to Maine. Drop the the keys off. Drive back to fucking my office. I drove like 300 miles in fucking four hours. I think it took me hour and 45 to get to Boston in the morning with traffic took me an hour and 25 to get back to Maine, a little traffic, and then back to where I work in Wilmington. I think I got there in like 58 minutes. I went no less than 98 miles an hour the whole way, every way. That is fucking bro- I would, I would. It was horrendous. Oh. But can you imagine the scenario where like your wife wants to come home and the kids are up there and she's up there by herself? And like, what are you going to do? Be like, Ugh, I'll come after work. Like, no, you, you know had that, to go. You know, you'd just be hearing it all day. Yeah, you had to go. Yeah, there's, no, there's no way out of it. Because there's no situation where it's like, it's not like you guys are, oh, we'll just spend another day at the beach. Yeah. You know, like, there's no there's beach. Not, there's nothing you can It's rainy yeah. Maine with nothing to do anymore. Yeah. You have to get out of there. Yeah. Even the Sunday night is already pushing it. Like, the kids yeah, I didn't want to be there. I just wanted, I was like, I can't, I, my body did, couldn't handle a drive at that moment. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't because I was drunk. It was because I felt like shit. So that was my weekend, basically. Uh, Patriots game was not impressed again. Slow. Not impressed with what? Not the offense. I mean, I just didn't love the offense. Did you? Ah, it's the Bengals, Mike. I didn't think they played that bad. I mean, there was a lot of drops. Uh, you take away some of those drops, yeah. But Edelman I mean, is hurt. Oh yeah, bad. Sanu is hurt too. Sanu, Sanu's hurt. Edelman's hurt. Harry's fucking playing good. Harry was which is saving good. you right now. That catch he had on that play that didn't count. Yeah. When he do- that was a crazy catch. This kid is good. He's a good player. Yeah. And he's turning it on at the right time. Um, but Edelman, like, who is the best corner on Cincinnati? 
Darquez Dennard. Well, he had a couple of drops that were. He had one catch for nine yards, like being single covered. Edelman. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. Yeah, he was getting single covered and like couldn't cut fast enough. He was, he was just too all slow. the balls were right in front of him. Brady had a bunch of overthrows in this game. Like the first one, he overthrew Sanu for no reason. He overthrew Sanu in the end zone. Un- yeah, underthrew a ball to Sony Michelle, which would have been an easy walk-in touchdown. Yeah, there were some mistakes. But Brady had a rough game. They didn't play the greatest, but I mean, they looked pretty good. I thought. I mean, I think one in thirteen. Teams. I feel like Cincinnati makes anybody look good, but yeah, that's Cincinnati's defensive line is the only thing that's good about Cincinnati. Uh, and they they didn't do much. You know, they had a decent impre- pass rush. Brady got hit. I don't a know, lot. probably 10 times, 12 times. All around, like Marcus Cannon's edge. He's terrible. He's playing maybe the worst he's played since the Von Miller collapse. Wing looks pretty good. He had a good game. Uh, I don't know, the right side of the line just stunk. They can't run the ball over there. No, Mason got hurt in the game. Um, I mean, Karras held his own. Karras is a good replacement for Andrews. He's not long-term, like stud, but he's good. Tooney's the best lineman they have. Um Again, the tight ends stink. They can't block. They he can't really, catch. They, they can't do anything. Well, Cost missed blocks like it's like Pup Juan and he doesn't know. I don't which know way to go. what they literally how he's in the NFL or how he's like he's not as good as. There's probably five teams, six teams in the NFL with multiple tight ends better than Matt Lacoste. I would say there's probably at least yeah, at least eight to ten. Probably, I mean, he's a third, fourth option. You know what I mean? I don't understand how sometimes. On a, I mean, even, as a tight end, not on the be team. Bad if you could just get in front of people. Like, don't block yeah. them. Just don't like hit just them in the back in the of the way. leg as they're running in front. Like as they just beat you off the ball. I don't yeah. understand how you're that bad. He. Sta- I watched him so many times. He got blown back into the backfield and made the tackle on one what? play. Yeah, yeah, someone picked him up and threw him. At threw him. him at the running back. Like you're a tight end. That's what, yeah. what you're supposed to. We could put a slot receiver out there to, to block a fucking defensive end if you can't do it. Which I think they had uh, Sanu play tight end at one point. Yeah. It was Sanu and Harry came down and was like on the line. Yeah, it's, Harry could fucking block a defensive end probably. It's bad. Put Gunner in there. He'd be just as good at fucking Matt Lacoste. They still ran the ball decently, though. Yeah, that's the worst rush defense in the NFL, though. So you, once you get past the defensive line, there's yeah. nobody else that could stop. The linebackers are terrible. The secondary is terrible. Uh, plus, we had all their signals, so that helped. That didn't hurt at no. all. Yeah. Um, so they were they ran the ball at will. Sony had a great game, which the Sony haters, by the way, uh, don't won't won't want to hear it. But he's only two hundred fifty yards away from uh, a thousand yard season, which That's is very funny. under the radar, by the way. Yeah, if you put up a big game in one of these next two, which what was the big knock on him was always how he gets hurt. He hasn't been hurt yet this year at no. all. He fumbled, but he hasn't He got his fumbled. own ball. That was his only fumble of the whole season. Yeah. So. Uh, that's the only running back fumble they had all year. Yeah. And I don't think they fumbled. Did Sony fumble last year? I don't really remember that either. I don't know if Sony fumbled last year. Do you know that, knock on wood, James White has never fumbled in his whole career? In New England? That's the only place he's played. Jesus. He's never fumbled. He's old Ben Javers Greenella's ass hands. He is, yeah. I mean, he's our best player. James White? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, not even close. Yeah. Sanu even fucking fumbled in this game. Luckily, it didn't count. 
Yeah, Sanu is a problem. He's got to catch some of these fourth down balls. I mean, if they're going to you and you're getting open, catch the fucking thing. Yeah, and they're not hard catches either. No. You're just running crossing routes, and they're right there. Just He's got good it. hands. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Brady missed him a couple times that would have been, should have been fucking easy catches. I mean, I think they'll be all right, though. I think give them, like, four more weeks. I, I mean— Four so- more weeks— there's only five, five. There'll be five more games if they go to the Super Bowl. Four weeks until if they win the next two until they have to play again from now. Yeah, okay. So they have two weeks to end the season, a bye week. To practice. And then finally you play. Like, the, you, you should get, you know. We know I mean, better. we're in a very similar, uh, basically the same exact scenarios last year. Whereas you, all, you, you, you have your own destiny, right? You beat Buffalo. You have to beat Buffalo. At home, which is not that difficult. Shouldn't be. Buffalo's a good team. They got a good defense. Patriots offense is the worst link right now, the weak link. But the Patriots defense is so much better than the Buffalo offense. And the Patriots special teams is so much better than the Buffalo special teams. But the Pats don't turn the ball over. No, but they can't score. That's so, the problem. Yeah, but I mean. And they're going to be all fired up because Jonathan Jones put out a kill shot on Josh Allen last time. You, everyone forgot, forgot about that. Not me. Uh, yeah. Remember the kill shot? Yeah. Uh, they were all mad about that, so they'll come in all fired up. I just I just don't really see them. I mean, as bad as the Pats' offense is, it still kind of is moving the ball a little bit it's enough moving. to. moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And they're like, they, every drive, they're like one or two plays away from actually doing something. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Brady was one of the problems this game. It's not usually him, but he was like, he was off this game. Edelman's hurt, which kills you. So it's like you go into Buffalo and you have to have you have to have Edelman playing. He can't sit. No, this is a big so game. You this you, you have to be at full bore at this game. So like I don't care if you win, but you and you uh, sit Edelman for Miami. I think what, that's what should happen. They should. Well, if they win, they're fine because you should be able to beat Edelman without. You, you yeah. could beat Miami with Stidham probably. Hopefully, they're the wor- one of the worst teams in the league coming to Foxborough. Uh, in the end of December in the, or January, whatever it is. No more wide receivers. No more running back. No yeah. more. They're, they're They've got nothing. They're just, yeah. they're just ready what? to fucking call it quits. Um, end the season. Patriots shut them out in Miami. I mean, yeah, they should be able to, come, to do something. Yeah, you have to come to play in New England in like January. Yeah, for your last game. Like nobody yeah. wants to be there. No, you don't. Not want even to be there. the coaches. It's gonna be twelve degrees. Yeah, everyone's gonna be miserable. So like, you can sit Edelman in that game. You could probably only have to play Brady the fucking first three quarters. Uh, but what they're doing is, like, they're running out the whole game because they're trying to get, like, basically, like, scout team looks against professional teams. So they're, like, running all their plays till the end of the game trying to get better at them. Um, I mean, there was a couple plays that were, like, things of beauty, like that the fucking the first touchdown on the uh, screen pass. I mean, yeah, that's James just all White. James White. Yeah, he's just a stud, dude. He really is. Every like, time he gets the ball, it's He's just... so underpaid. Like, he's going to get, I don't know, like, but he's, like, such a patriot. But I also thought Trey Flowers was such a patriot. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they haven't had a guy like this, though, and, and he's their entire offense. Yeah. If you were James White, is he a free agent? No, 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 he's not a free agent. But he's, I mean, he's got to be maybe one year left. Yeah, they, they need to, hopefully he's one of those deals that they usually Resign these guys early. Yeah. Extend them and get them paid. I mean, he's like a captain. Year. He's like a, such a classic patriot. Yeah, there's no one better on our offense. Yeah, not right now, no. Nobody else is good. Who, I mean, Edelman's good. Which, by the way, Edelman didn't get picked for the uh, the Pro Bowl today. Not that I care about who gets picked for the Pro Bowl, but they had um, Gilmore, obviously, Slater, and... Um, fuck, I can't think of the third one. Hightower. No, it wasn't Hightower. It was... Uh, 
It wasn't even an offense play. I don't think it was an offensive player. It was Hightower. It wasn't Hightower. It was... Uh, fuck, man. Why can't I think of it? It wasn't Jamie Collins. No, it was Gilmore, it Slater. Was Maybe it was Hightower. Um, yeah, the, Patriot, the Patriots, like, the whole defense didn't make it. They had everybody on the team that on the best defense in the league, and all they got was... Uh, all they got was Gilmore. Pretty and sure that's Hightower. all it was. Are you sure it was Hightower? Positive it was Hightower. Okay, it's Hightower. Uh, well, anyway, like, you can't tell me... Devin Ju- McCourty didn't make it? No, McCourty should have made it. J- Julian Edelman has 1,000 yards already, uh, like 92 catches and six touchdowns, which is better than almost every receiver in the AFC. Yeah, because Hopkins is having, like, a down year. He He's not having that... Um, he has better stats than Hopkins, better stats than Jarvis Landry, uh, better stats than another another guy that made it, uh, Keenan Allen. He has better stats than all three of those guys and still didn't make it. I don't know. I, it's just a fucking, it's like a fantasy football fucking contest. I, I, I don't know who votes these people in. Like, it's insane to me. Like, I get Brady didn't make it. I get, like, James White. They're just not sexy names, but, like, Julian Edelman was the Super Bowl MVP last year. You see how he dominates in the playoffs. He's never made the Pro Bowl his whole career. Yeah, it is crazy. He's got his stats right now. I think he's got whatever it is. I want to look it up. But is he it, the all-time it, but, leading playoff receptions? No. I mean, he's, behind, he's second behind Jerry, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Um, yeah, so this year he's got this year what his totals. So he's got... Okay, why wouldn't you total it? Why yeah, would you total it? The only it? other guy, J.C. Jackson and Devin McCourty. And honestly, Collins, I wonder what his numbers end up being because the first six games, he was ridiculous. I think he had two touchdowns, like yeah. eight sacks, a couple f- – Yeah, he had, a, he had a ridiculous, like, first five games where, like, yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, he's defensive player of the year. Uh, but, yeah, okay, hold on. Just Julian Edelman, 90 – this is 14 games, 92 catches, 1,019 yards – Six touchdowns, 50 first downs, 27 yards rushing. Um, yeah, that's it. But that's so fucking 14 games. Like he's going to end up with like 105 catches. Yeah, 105 catches, 1,100 yards, and yeah. maybe seven touchdowns. That's a pretty good fucking season. Yeah. This is, uh, this is his third. He's been most consistently the most underrated receiver in football for the last like 10 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since 2013, that's when he blew up. So 2013, he had 1,000 yards. 14, he had 980 yards. Then he dropped off a little, went to 700. Then he had 1,100. Then he had 850, and now he's already at 1,000. So he's going to break his record for, for most catches. He had 105 in 2013. It's only 13 more. I mean, he might, unless they sit him against the Dolphins. Um, but that was fucking annoying. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I mean, I was just, I mean, again, the defense – is the the whole defense and the special teams is what's keeping the this together. The field position difference for yeah. the Patriots compared to every other team, they must be like 20 yards ahead of the next closest. Team. I can't even imagine. I mean, they fucking I, – I, I don't know if there's been a punt return over 10 yards this whole season. Bethel and Slater is it's crazy. remarkable. It's cra- they're the two best special teamers in the league, both playing gunner. Like, you have to double them both, it and they is, still break it. It's tough to get turned on during yeah. special teams, yeah. but they can do it too. I, I look forward to punt team, punt team, ready, break. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm genie it all day. Yeah, it's one of my favorite thing in the world now, is fucking punt team. It's wild. They're, they're, they're just dumb. They, the, they should have blocked another punt. Yeah. They have a great 
they have a great punter. They have a, two great gunners. Like, it's unbelievable. He, he'll leave it up in the air for, like, six seconds. Slater's literally in the guy's face before he catches it. And it was, Bethel's yeah. on the backside. It's crazy. And why they don't miss the, I don't understand why the Ravens... The Ravens cut him so that they could get a better comp pick. Like, your best special teamer you cut. I don't understand that. One yeah, thing. that's weak. That's such a weak play. Like, now, now he's playing your biggest rival immediately too like it was like he was cut for a second the Patriots signed him yeah they they love him yeah yeah like I'm surprised that he's not signed to a multi-year deal which he might be I can't imagine like they would let him go the defense is just so good right now that I just I don't know if they five just make turnovers these... in this game yeah they make these quarterbacks look so bad oh he signed a two-year contract I mean Gilmore's pick the pick six was I mean that was too easy that ball was just it was unbelievable dude he I started coming, but like I was like, I can't even believe he's going to close this right now. And he like it was like a good six, seven yards away. I was, that's what I was trying to look at. I he got like, it like fingertips. Is he faster, or was that just a bad slow ball? I couldn't. No, know if he it was, was a just fast, fast ball that he just that jumped. he just set up perfectly. Yeah. Like he set it up with his feet perfectly, set behind him, and then broke just as he let it go. And he ran like ten yards before the ball got to uh, what's his face, Tyler Boyd, and Who fingertip a- catched it. Adorable quote, quote yeah. after the game. What do you say? He beat like who are you telling? When you who are you telling? Like Cincinnati Bengals fans that didn't watch the game and just saw it on the radio yeah. or heard it on the radio. Like who are you, who are you talking to? You got embarrassed. He had oh. two catches for like twelve yards. One was like a ten, with a ten yard cushion on like third and thirty. Uh, and Gilmore what are you talking six, about? He had two interceptions on you when he was covering you. Yeah. So he had a pick six on you, and he jumped another route that you... And he had another ball that you oh. had to break up on an interception. Yeah. He would have had a third interception if you didn't break it up. He had a couple. He had two other ones that he could have picked, too. It was like... If there was one, he cut off a yeah. slant that if it was a good ball, he would have picked it. Yeah. For, he was destroying Andy Dalton. He was just setting him up the whole game. If he's not Defensive Player of the Year, I'd, like, I would literally riot. Who else could it possibly be? There's no one really in the league that's doing great. They usually give it to like pass rushers, but there's nobody in the AFC or NFC. Is that there's a guy on the Bucks is that, who is has the, like 16? I never even heard of him. Yeah, he so came over. It was like Shaq Barrett. He got like he was a cut by the Broncos. He was never good, and he just blew up this year. Yeah, so those guys don't ever win it. Yeah, it's not a big. It's not like a boast is there or something like that. So I think he has to win it. He's just he, he's having the best year of any cornerback maybe ever right now. Yeah, his stats versus like the 2009. Um, a kid that I, I follow on Twitter tweeted it. Tucker Boynton, I think his name is. He's a fella. Uh, yeah, here he is. I want to see if I can pull up the stats. I very much enjoyed. Uh, where are they? Uh, oh, yeah. Here's some. He, 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 keeps, he always tweets out this shit. So, so Julian Edelman, 19, 1,019, six touchdowns. The two other guys that made it ahead of him. Ty, Tyree Kill, 50 catches, 727 yards. Jairus Landry, 74 catches, 1,018 yards. So he's got more catches, more yards than both of them. Uh, whatever. But uh, I'm trying to see the stats here. He, throw, he throws up some good stats. Here it is. Through 14 games, uh, Darrell Revis in 2019 had six INTs, one pick six, a 31 rating allowed, a, uh, two touchdowns, and 49 tackles with 30 passes defensed. Which is insane. I mean, I don't even understand that. Um, and I think that's like considered one of the greatest, probably one of the two greatest cornerback seasons ever. Uh, Stephon Gilmore this year, six INTs, same as Revis, but he's got two pick sixes. He's given up a 32 rating, 
just one higher than Revis, and has given up zero touchdowns and has 44 tackles and 18 passes defensed, which is like they both lead the league in that. It's just insane. The stats and, are like dead on. In a league that's moving towards more throwing. Just throwing constantly. So like as it, it's and harder it, it, to match those old numbers. The thing with that too was like that was Revis's first like really, really big year. So I think more quarterbacks just threw at him more. Oh, to challenge him? No, just to challenge because like you don't know that he was really that good. Yeah. Uh, so like he blew, he just kind of blew up. But uh, that's when he like basically became the shutdown corner. Uh, now like, I mean, Gilmore is outplaying everyone. Like you said, it was like fucking, what was this? J.J. Watt won it like a million times because he'd have like a million tackles and 22 sacks or whatever. But there's nobody like that this year. There's so, no name that they could give. Gilmore, is, and he's just dominant. Yeah, he's like everyone every just week. agrees that he's the best. Yeah, there's no one that doesn't like him. Yeah. He's real quiet. Like, he's real just... He's been he's been talking a little shit, though, on Twitter the last few weeks. He does get after on Twitter, but even his post-game press conferences are just... They're just, like, he just doesn't say anything. He's not a chatty guy. No. no. You feel like someone you could just hang out with and just be men with and not have to talk. You just watch anything yeah. on TV. Christmas Vacation. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you and Gilmore on the couch? Yeah, just hang out. Yeah. You guys just watch Christmas have, Gilmore. Have a couple IPAs, shit our brains out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, and then, then nobody ever talks about J.C. Jackson, who's having an equally good year. It's, it's yeah. Some of J- those picks, too. Like, he looks, he's, he's a big, big he's guy. He's big, big yeah. guy, yeah. He comes up and hits. He hit a couple hits on their tight end that were like, he did, he, he's good. I bring it up a lot on the pod, and I brought it up on Twitter today. People loved it. It's like the fact that like one of Belichick's greatest coaching moves right now is that like he's just like JC Jackson is clearly the second best corner on this team yeah. and would be the first best corner on like 99% of the teams and he's starting um Jason McCourty Jason McCourty over him on purpose. Like even though he, everyone knows that JC Jackson's better, but he came in like as an undrafted rookie with like character problems. So like they're like I think they know that if he gets starting, like, reps... Kind of start, turn into Butler at the end. Yeah, I'll just get, like, a little cocky and won't have his head on straight. That is Not exactly like what happened with Butler. Butler just yeah, got... Be- like, believe the hype. A exactly what I'm saying? Big, yeah. They just believe the hype. And that's what happens when, like... Like, same thing, like, Butler left to go to Tennessee and he got the big contract and he was, like, the worst cornerback in the league. Yeah, and you can't really check him after he had that year, after he had the pick, because there was, like, nothing to really... Like, how do you be like... No. I was legit terrified because after that pick, they let Revis and Browner go. And I was like, who's going to be the cornerback? And they were like, well, I guess Malcolm Butler's the... Malcolm Butler was the number one cornerback. And they had him covering Antonio Brown game one. I was like, this is really... This is what they're doing? Like, 2000... Yeah. They went from Revis and Browner shut down with, like, Kyle Arrington in the slot to Malcolm Butler. And I don't even remember who the second corner was Eric at that time. Eric Rowe? He might have been hurt. I don't know. This is, I mean, maybe. I don't even remember. Oh, Logan Ryan. Oh, yeah. Logan Ryan. There you go. So Logan Ryan was like the fourth best corner in 2014. And then it was Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan. And Logan Ryan had a good year, too. Yeah. And he got paid. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, J.C. Jackson, like, you cannot complete a go ball on him. It's insane. No. I don't understand. He's just like a bully. He just bullies people. Yeah, he just bodies you, and he's he's in front of you always, and he's... He's a stud. He... He looks like he's running. He runs the better route a lot of times. If this team, balls. like this defense, could literally, it, it's the best defense they've ever had. I put him up against like 
2003, 2004, yeah. those teams. Like, 2014, I don't think even is close to this team. No, they had they had the right players, but they were not. I don't know. They're not offense as in was sync. A lot better. They weren't that as was, in that sync. Was prime Gronk. Yeah, pr- exactly. Prime Gronk, prime Edelman, prime Amendola, with Garrett Blunt, a great offensive line, Solder, fucking yeah. everybody. Just a stacked team. Yeah, and the defense had, I mean, they the D line was not. The D line had, had Will Fork. Will Fork and it had uh, Chandler Jones, Hakeem Hicks. Uh, no, no, he wasn't on that team. Yeah, the big guy who we got from the Saints. Now he's on the Bears. Yeah, he wasn't on 2014 team. I think he was on 2015 team, maybe. Oh, I thought he won the Super Bowl. No, he didn't win the Super Bowl. He they traded for him, and he was good. He was a monster. Yeah, and then he left to go Chicago, which was a mistake on his part, and a mistake by Belichick. That's probably that. Um, I don't know how much money he got, but that was probably the only free agent mistake that I know that he's made. Um, and I also didn't like him letting Danny Woodhead go to San Diego. But I don't think it really panned out for old Danny. Yeah, Woodhead was fine, but he, yeah. you know he would have been better as a Patriot. Yeah, he would have been a great Patriot. He was always a good Patriot. Like, he was, he had the best, the second time they played the Giants, he was the best player in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? So, yeah, J.C. Jackson, stud. I mean, that's what everyone needs to talk about. I mean, the secondary is just so in sync. They just know exactly where everyone's moving at the whole time. Like, this, they just have everything locked down. This, de- this defense and special teams could literally carry them to a Super Bowl. They just kind of, like, basically just took last year's Super Bowl and moved it through the season. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost the same team, like, same game plan. Like, shut them down on defense, pin them deep, and we'll score maybe a little bit. They just have to make a couple big plays. Like they yeah. don't have to do too much. They just need. They they really need to get the run game going to re- get the fucking play action game going because that's always been Patriot offense. And if you can't do that, I don't know what to tell you. But I mean, I'm not worried about having to go to Baltimore anymore. Like as much, I just think that with a second look at them, they're gonna be ready to play. Well, Baltimore. also, I mean, if Lamar, and keeps I would very playing, much like to beat them. He's getting it banged up, and cold weather is not. Ideal for a small running quarterback. So yeah. I think I feel like he's going to be banged up by then too. So, I mean, everyone is. Brady's clearly hurt right now. His yeah. elbow is all fucked up. Yeah. Um, they were taking shots at him today. They said, uh, "What Felga and Maz?" Because because uh, Brady, oh Belichick said something about his injury. Yeah. But what he's really saying was, we have to keep three quarterbacks, but we usually never have to. But Brady can't practice. Yeah. So we need someone for the scout team. Need someone for, to start with the offense. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So, let Brady just fucking... He doesn't even have to practice. No. He can do whatever he wants. Leave him alone. Yeah, uh, fine. He so, still has not... Brady's numbers aren't the worst. He's still like eighth in yards. Yeah. I mean, he's... Tenth in touchdowns. He's middle of the road, and then like next year, they'll get a tight end and uh, another receiver that's been on the team for more than two weeks. And Devlin's back and Andrews Devlin will back. Be back. The, the, the offense will just be better. If you had Andrews right now, that would be huge. It'd be such a difference. Or Devlin. Either one. You could take either one of those guys and plug him in and... Things would open up instantly. Yeah. I mean, going in there with your linebacker at fullback is not, like, ideal. Yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah. But it works in small small trials. I mean, they have to get – they still have to work on their red zone offense. They still got to work on uh, – I mean, the rush – the pass – I mean, the rush, rushing defense is still, like, the only really big problem. And you know the Patriots definitely had something on Gordon. Oh, 100%. How that classic was, is that, by the way? Yeah, that was all the, the all fucking time. fights I've been having over the last fucking months 
I like for the whole season. I was talking about how he was fucking mediocre. You yeah, didn't want to hear been it. Fine. He was. He wasn't great, but everyone's like, oh, but you know, he's, he's the reason. Be, yeah. Oh, he was the fifth best receiver in Seattle. Yeah, there's this barely doing anything. He he had. I think I've tweeted like a hundred times. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe like, because everybody would be like, oh, the Patriots basically cut Gordon for nothing because he made like a great catch last weekend, which was like a 56-yard bomb and he caught it on his fingertips. That was his longest catch of the season. Uh, I don't know if the season, but with Seattle. And um, he has like, he had like eight catches in five games and 120 yards. That's like a good Edelman game. Yeah, seriously. No touchdowns. No touchdowns. Nothing big. Didn't do anything. And, it People were single covering him here. Why does nobody remember that? They were single covering him, and he couldn't beat anyone. Nobody. And they basically went with Myers, huh. uh, Harry, and Sanu instead of Gordon. Like we're gonna go People were mad of, yeah. at the team that they didn't keep Gordon because the Patriots' offense all of a sudden like went slow. Like, listen, what would have happened if they didn't make the trade for Sanu? Because they had them all on the same team. Remember that one day? So that's Sanu, Gordon. Uh, what if they didn't make that trade for Sanu and activate Harry and then they just were like you know what let's go all in with the offense we have here Gordon's fine this is what we need don't need anybody else let's keep uh let's redshirt Nikhil Harry we're not giving up a second round pick for Sanu now what happens where's your stagnant offense now they would be fucked you'd be fucked you'd have Dorsett and Edelman and Jacoby Myers and Gunner that would be your offense going uh, to the playoffs they are in such a better position also like last year's offense wasn't that great no. You had Gronk, which was helpful, but he wasn't that great all year. All year, we just kept saying, oh, hopefully Gronk turns He'll break out. Like he'll, he had like a good game against Miami and a and good game against the Jets. But it. like all the rest of the season, he was like 40 yards, 50 yards maybe. He, he had a couple big catches against Kansas City in, in the uh, regular season game. And then he came alive in the playoffs, but still yeah. like he didn't do anything against San Diego except block. So you had Hogan and Dorsett and Edelman at receiver. Yeah. There was no... Who else was there, right? That's it. Hogan, Dorsett, Edelman, uh, Edelman and... and There's got to be a fourth one. Has to be. Now I can't remember. I don't know. Who did we have last year? Why can't I think of it? Um, somebody's yelling at the radio right now. Uh, nobody good. Nobody that was like... Nobody that made a difference. So I don't understand how the receivers this year aren't better. I mean, Dorsett hasn't elevated his game to anything. He goes up and down. He started off decent at the beginning of the year, but... Oh, they had Corderell Patterson. Oh, yeah. He was a little something, I guess. He did. He, yeah, but he, he was more running back. I don't even know if he played in the Super Bowl. I mean, I know he did kick returns, but I don't know if he played wide receiver. Uh, yep, Corderell Patterson. And then they had Dwayne Allen, too, who was, like, helpful. By the did way, where is old fat Dwayne Allen? Like, why can't they sign him right now? Fuck it, Dwayne Allen. We don't need Dwayne He's Allen. He's better than fucking Matt Lacoste. Why don't they put a... a a D lineman, I mean, uh, an offensive lineman at tight end. Yeah, but they don't. I don't think they have a good enough one. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just have people. Newhouse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this seems. This who do they have on? They had Josh Gordon on wide uh, on IR. They had Braxton Berrios on IR. Darren, whoever the fuck that person is. Uh, they are not. They're Hollister. Last year Both stunk. of the Hollister brothers were on IR. Who was good there? Like, who are we looking at? That's like that is. I the wide receivers are better this year. Yeah, wide receivers are White, better. And you had Burkhead, too. Like you had the same catching backs. Everything but Gronk. Yeah, which is a... I mean, he, he is the a offensive factor, line but, is where it hurts you in the fullback. But he wasn't that big of a factor in the pass game until the last two games. Besides that... Gronk? He wasn't that big yeah, Gronk didn't all even, year. 
I don't think people were like he didn't. I don't even know if he caught a ball against the Chargers. If he did, it was le- not meaningful. Like he, he might have had like one blocking machine. Yeah, they just. I mean, to be fair, all they did was run on on the Chargers. They just ran yeah. right out of their Smashed face. Smashed it right down the throat. Yeah, the whole game. Um, yeah. So I don't know what about last year is better than this team. Maybe. I mean, I would say the, the offensive line and the tight end. In the non-trust in Brady anymore. I think it's Which, just... I don't understand. Like, just relax. I, the, when, I, when I panic, it's not panic because I'm like, oh, they're done. This team's done. It's a dynasty's over. I never do that. It's just like, I just want to maximize the window. You know what I mean? Like, it hurts that they've gone to nine Super Bowls and lost three of them. Like, I just wanted it to be like, you've got the greatest coach, the greatest quarterback, the greatest owner... And, like, you had the greatest tight end of all time. You've had great defensive players, great everything. And, like, it's just all gels correctly. Like, you just want to maximize it because it's never going to happen again. Like, I don't even know if they're going to win another Super Bowl after Brady retires before I die. I just, I know with Brady and Belichick they're going to get there. And uh, I don't know if we'll ever be enjoying it again. You know what I mean? So I just want to maximize it. So that's why I was always been, like, when they had, like, that 10-year lull of three Super Bowls, you know, after the, the first three, you're just like, ugh. I don't know if this is going to happen again. Like, you're just like, every time you're so close and lose, so close and lose. And then, like, finally they won again, and then they won two more quick, and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, let's get get as many as we can because it's just going to fucking all. Yeah, lost at at one time. Eventually it's going to go away. I mean, you're talking about a 42-year-old quarterback now. Uh, You know? I just, I don't know. I think they're in the same spot last year. They have to, they're going to have to win tough games. It's eerily similar. But they got pretty lucky last year with, on their The AFC is weaker. This year, I mean, Baltimore is good, but they're so much different than like Kansas City was. Like Kansas City could put up fucking yeah, fifty points on you in a fucking heartbeat powers. last year. Yeah, uh, this year they're not as good. And Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore Kansas and Baltimore is just like a running team that plays good defense, and then they can just run you over. And like if you can't stop their weird offensive scheme, you're fucked. Basically, they'll just run you to death. But it doesn't mean they're going to put up 40 points. You know, they'll put yeah. up, they could put up 21 and stop you because they have the ball the whole time. And they're, I mean, as much as he hasn't really turned the ball over much this year, he is due to have a couple turnovers. Like, yeah. He could, I could easily see him start. Right now, he's just playing two lights out where you're like, if yeah. He continues to play this good. Yeah, they might not lose, but I don't think he's Dude, good. I'm telling you, with a second shot at him, and how many times did Baltimore come into New England and beat us? I mean, in, in twice in the playoffs. How good would it feel to go to Baltimore in an AFC Championship game and take it away from them? That would be awesome. With them shutting their lights off yeah. after every touchdown. Yeah, fuck them. That would be great. I'd love it. And then fucking Brady spikes it into the stands. <laughs> I don't know. I just So pretty much this week, I don't really see them having too much of a problem. I mean, Josh Allen, I just think, is real bad. Yeah. Josh Allen is bad, and the the Bel- and the and Patriots just know how to defend him. Like, he's not smart enough to handle it. Um, and I don't think, like, I don't, it's kind of like, it reminds you of Dallas. Like, they might, it might end up being 15 to 9, something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And well, what's Buffalo the, what, has the ball at the end of the game. What are we looking at weather-wise? A Saturday game, which is very strange. Oh, Saturday. That's always a good one, though. I love a Saturday game because you could just... I'm not going, but like you, I used to love a good Saturday game that we should get. Like the divisional games used to be on Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. like the old in old school uh, Foxborough and Gillette Stadium. I used to love that because then you just get banged up. Uh, 33, sunny, perfect, perfect day for a game. Yeah. Perfect day to throw. 4:30 game is gonna be a great one. It's gonna be ugly. Uh, it's gonna be ugly with the the what um, 
you know, the run game. Because Buffalo's defense is really good. That's all. That's what it comes down to. What can the offense do? Yeah. Can the offense put up 20 with this That's really all you need to put up. Position? I mean, what they just put up. Buffalo just won with 17 in 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 uh, Pittsburgh. Whose Pittsburgh defense is not better than the Patriots. No, it's not. But on the road, Baltimore putting up 17 is pretty good. I mean, Baltimore. I mean, sorry, I keep on Baltimore. Buffalo barely scored on the Patriots. What they they scored on like a fourth down in an inch, and they had to send their six foot ten quarterback over the yeah. top. Um, they couldn't run the ball on us. They could barely throw the ball on us. They, they had like three picks in that game. Um, yeah, that was when Gilmore. They were blitzing the shit out of them. I think Gilmore and J.C. Jackson picks in that game. Yeah, I know Devin McCourty had one on like a bullet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they'll come in. They'll be ready. I mean, that was that was honestly like the letdown game to me. Not a. I mean, everyone expected, I think expected Buffalo to be good. I didn't expect them to be this good, like win 10 games good. But um, in that game, I was like, oh, this is like a letdown offense game. Because the, the first two games, I think they played Miami and who they play? Miami and the pit and the Steelers, and they just dominated them offensively. And then um, I kind of expected that again against Buffalo, and it just didn't happen. I kind of thought it was a letdown game. But it just turns out Buffalo's defense is really good. Brady had like a, he had a bad end zone pick. Uh, yeah, real bad end yeah. pick. So, um, so Buffalo is in the playoffs too. Yeah, but if they, I think if they lose out, they won't be in, right? No, well, they're already in. They clinched it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did clinch it. You're right because they had like a big party about it. Yeah. So I could le- I could legitimately see Buffalo making a run like where they because I think they'd have to go to Houston, right? They could shut down Houston, and then they could go to Baltimore and shut down Baltimore's offense, and then have to come to New England for an AFC Championship game. That would be if honestly, if Josh Allen could keep his head on straight and I just really game would manage like Buffalo to play Baltimore. Yeah, I think that'd be. They just played a couple weeks ago, but like Baltimore is good enough where they could fucking do it. You know what I mean? We also have the Chiefs playing at Chicago this week. Yeah, if we could get an upset there, and the the Patriots don't even have to play anyone to get a bye on week. Yeah, I'd rather them finish strong. You know what I mean? But it would be nice to fucking rest some guys against Miami. Rest Brady. Imagine Brady could take another week off. I don't even think he would like that. Though. I don't think he would. He's he ever. Oh yeah, he's 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 sat out a game, or they play him like the first quarter. Like yeah. I don't think they fully let him sit out, but they let him sit out uh, week sixteen against the Buffalo Bills like three or four years ago, and uh, they lost. They lost to Buffalo. Yeah, it was the one time Buffalo ever won. Yeah, and they were jacked about it. Like yeah. they, uh, I remember they, they tweeted our first win at Gillette Stadium or something. Brady, the and it whole was like team didn't play. It was like 2017. Huh. I was like Jesus Christ! Huh. It's been seven, it's been open 17 years. It is great. Um, yeah. So that was a thing. Uh, I don't know. I think that just it's going to be a tight game, but it's going to be good weather. Uh, Buffalo will come in jacked up, ready to play, especially after they try to knock out Josh Allen and. Uh, I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be as tough as can be. I think it's going to be like a fuck. It's going to be a game to like the middle of the fourth quarter. Um, I think it's going to be like something like you said, like 20 to 10 or something. Yeah. I think it might be like 17 to 10 with like Buffalo driving and then they'll turn it over and kick a field goal. Yeah. It feels like a 16 to 10 game. And then right at the end, yeah, the Pats have to make a stop. They make a defensive stop. So. Uh, I just don't know. I mean, Patriots don't lose divisional games, especially ones that matter. You know what I mean? No. Uh, it's just not the way that they've ever done it. Like, Saturday I can't remember a have-to-have-it divisional game in the regular season that they lost. 
The only time I remember 17 them. 17 last year. Huh? Last year. They could have had the one seed if they beat Miami, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was a problem. I mean, was it that was a, but that Miami. wasn't for the division. But I'm, th- I'm thinking like for a division. Oh, for a division. To win no. the division. No, they haven't had one of those in a long time. Yeah. To win the division. I don't remember them losing one, though. Like, I have to have it. Game. Did Buffalo make the playoffs last year? Not last year. The year before. Two years ago. Yeah. With Tyrod Taylor and the gut smoked by Jacksonville. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, like I said, I think 2010, I think it's going to be a fight. Uh, I'd love to see the offense get going, especially against a defense like this. Uh, get a little confidence in us and then rest some guys against Miami. Anyway, I got a shit. All right. It's happening like again. It. It's about time. Finally. Uh, until, the, you know, until next week. Well, we'll probably, obviously, next, what, next Wednesday's Christmas Eve and uh, Thursday's Christmas. Uh, Christmas. And so we'll probably have to do, what was it? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, so we'll probably have to pod on Thursday. That could work. Release on Friday. So, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, go Pats, go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honor. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the place by Mike Brady. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.